there's a real conversation to be had that Taylor Swift may be top five, top three, top two, and not two when it comes to being the most impactful musician of all time. Because this is just ridiculous. At this point in time, I feel like she could do anything and it's going to sell out. If Taylor Swift wanted to announce a one-on-one -on -one basketball tournament and she was playing against every single bench player in the league, I think it would still sell out because who in the world wants to see Taylor Swift play basketball? But it will still sell out because that's the type of impact that she has because this is honestly one of the biggest things I've seen an artist do as far as flexing. Taylor Swift is set to have a concert film over her current tour, which is the Air the Eras tour, and it's set to hit theaters in US and Canada on October 13th. Yes, you heard me correctly. Taylor Swift, after going on tour, just said, you know what? Let me just put out a movie and see how it does. Because at this point, I'm running music in a way that it's never been ran before because if you look at Taylor Swift her first or second her third week sales off of remasters of her albums she's putting out old she's basically putting out old albums I know she's saying Taylor's version and that's like just to get her royalties back from Taylor uh from Scooter Braun because she bought she bought her publishing back so now that she's remixing all her old music she gets full um con uh, I forget the word. Basically, she gets um, paid fully and full from the, the music she puts out now. So she just redid her old music. So now that she owns it and it's called Taylor's version. So running the charts with 10 like decade old music, like Taylor Swift's been in the game for, for a minute. So running the game for like 10 plus years off of old music is, is insane because now that you're packaging this whole entire tour into a a movie that is anticipated and this is from a bunch of different sites saying that cinema owners anticipate that the film could open to a record 100 million based on brisk advanced ticket sales with the potential to gross even more domestically and this brought me back to the days, ironically, because what I'm about to get into, this brought me back into the days of me watching the Justin Bieber Never Say Never documentary because that was the first time I really seen a glimpse of what a superstar day-to-day -day life looked like. From him waking up to him going to sleep. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was when he was uh, in risk of losing his voice. And I thought that was insane. I was like, lose your voice? For, like... I, as, a, as a kid, I was like, I couldn't fathom singing to the point where you lose your voice. I didn't even think that was possible. So watching that Justin Bieber Never Say Never documentary, which is, it was it was very um, impactful, I might say. All right. So that goes into this point. Taylor Swift's current movie that's coming out this year is set to break the top grossing concert film at the domestic box office that was previously held by Justin Bieber's never say never with 73 million so that documentary did 73 million this movie 
is set to have at least 100 million based on brisk advanced ticket sales now of course this is coming from a bunch of different theaters but amc came out and said that it has achieved record-breaking pre-sales of 26 million within the first 24 hours and that taylor swift's direct deal with amc theaters bypassed the traditional hollywood studio distributors and sends a message to a f to the film industry cynic cynic i can't talk give me a second <laughs> sing i can't say it signaling yeah there we go i don't know why that was still that was so difficult for me you know, i felt like for mayweather anyways uh signaling signaling a shift in how movies are distributed y'all better stop laughing at me i ain't gonna lie <laughs> hey, I, that stuff was that stuff was crazy man i ain't gonna lie it was a lot of syllables a lot of a lot of l's you know what i mean figuratively and literally taken by me anyways let's keep going so taylor swift basically bypassing all the you know rules set in place to put out movies and giving it directly to amc i don't think i understand how big of a flex that is that's like i know my product is going to sell so much that i don't need a middleman to to hype up my content like y'all remember when uh, uh what was her name um uh, i can't believe i'm blanking her name the uh, margaret robbie from from barbie how she talked about she went to warner and she was basically like hey she pitched it in a way that's gonna make a billion dollars and she hyped it up and she was like you know just trying to get the movie made but she was telling them every anything and everything to make them green like the movie and now look at the success right but anyways before that you know they didn't picture this um so before that she had to hype up the movie and everything taylor swift just went straight to amc as i like, hear put this out and they was like hey i mean it is taylor swift so it's like that's the, that's one of the biggest flex i've ever seen in, in by a musician to put out your own mu movie and to not even have a middleman to not have to hype up any type to not have a person be like well dang are we gonna lose money like are we taking a risk like none of that was was even a, a mental process by the amc um theaters because of course the owner is not like multiple people's like one person and he was probably like a taylor swift movie is gonna sell like hotcakes forget what they asking price is pay them and let's put this movie out so anyways um one of the biggest things though is that it's one of the more perfect times to put out a movie like this which is technically a documentary more than an actual movie with taylor swift is acting as a different person because she's herself in this movie and the reason why i'm saying that is because the strikes that's going on currently as we speak with the actors and writers causing a lot of delays on high profile movies and tv shows so for this concert film that bypasses all those strike regulations because i don't even know if taylor swift is a part of that like is taylor swift part of the what is it the wga like i'll have to like, i don't know um i don't know how that works uh, it doesn't seem like it and obviously this is a documentary so i don't know if it actually qualifies as breaking the strike so with that being said taylor swift putting out this movie is is reshaping the traditional distribution model for for uh documentaries and movies to the point where i have to give the label as as one of the greatest most impactful overall just behemoths in the music landscape because this is ridiculous this type of move by a musician 
is unprecedented and i'd be interested to see how this plays out because taylor swift pulled a move that i can't think of anybody else that could do this like beyond like uh, let me not be disrespectful but a lot of different artists in in the world um if they put out a movie direct to consumer not well, not it's not direct to consumer but direct to theaters with no middleman uh like a publisher or a theater it's like a uh, not like a publisher as a middleman cutting that out sending it directly to theaters i don't know if i've ever seen a move like this and i'll be interested to see how this plays out as they said that the film was shot during the first three nights of the errors tour stop in los angeles in august 2023 so we're going to see how that comes about and it says to release the concert film directly in theaters and i already said that part um so yeah man we're gonna see how the swifties uh reacts to this movie because i do i feel like it's gonna it's gonna put up numbers and do i think it's gonna compete with like a mario or barbie definitely not but do i think it's gonna put up like top 20 numbers as far as this year i do think so and i feel like that's even that even in itself that's a big deal you got you have to realize uh barbie and and mario those type of movies they gross like a billion dollars um I don't think Taylor Swift's getting anywhere near that. But with the projections seeming to break 100 million, then that's definitely a good starting point because uh, that's a lot of money in itself. So she's definitely going to make a splash in the movie industry. And who knows? This may lead up to a role that she currently, uh, uh, a future role that she ends up taking for uh, a bigger, more established type IP. So, uh, you know. Taylor Swift could end up in Barbie too. Who knows? I'll just play it. Let me show. So, anyways, uh, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know one of my social. Oh, also, how did I forget this? I had this written down. Everything. It's not even showing it. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> there was something else. There was definitely something else I was getting into. It did not cover it at all. Oh, okay, yeah, here it is. I found it. So, in other news, Taylor Swift, talking about her impact in the music field, has become the only other artist... No, no, no. She's the second artist with 100 million Spotify listeners. No, that's not right. 100 million monthly spotify listeners that monthly is a big deal because you can have 100 million over the course of 20 years but in every single month <laughs> from this point forward she uh has 100 million monthly spotify listeners and in general i just need y'all to know that that's completely insane she's basically doing more than the united states every single month and that's just that's like i said one of the most impactful artists of all time and of course the weekend uh was the first one because you know he he's just uh i like to call him the king of pop which a lot of people find it very disrespectful but you know that's just why i stand as far as uh the weekend and michael jackson comparisons uh you don't even want to get into a vocal comparison but obviously everything else you know mj got that but as far as the sales and vocally i feel like the weekend's up there so anyways uh, you know, the weekend was a good sport about it because let it be Drake. Like Drake was not going to celebrate this achievement. So good thing that uh, the weekend was more of a good sport as he welcomed Taylor Swift into the club that was uh, exclusive to him. 
because he was the only person to ever reach 100 million monthly listeners on Spotify. So basically, he took the Instagram to post a, a bunch of messages of, of uh, just congratulating Taylor Swift and showed a throwback picture of them together on their, uh, let me see, of them performing at Taylor Swift's 1989 tour. And then Taylor Swift reposted the the picture on her own story. Don't you love to see, you know, camaraderie like that? Instead of beefing, talking directly to you, Aubrey Graham. Drake out here just beefing with everybody. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like he don't beef with everybody, but he be he beef with like specific people that's like, why? Like Kanye, Taylor Swift, like I know y'all think like Drake and Taylor Swift not beefing, but y'all gotta y'all gotta pay attention. <laughs> so, anyways, um, what else? Um, so yeah, the weekend showed love to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift reposted it. I think that was basically it. So yeah, at the end of the day, um, Taylor Swift had like eighty monthly, eighty million monthly listeners, and then shot up to hundred million. Don't ask me how that happened. It just uh, you know. It just happened, I guess. And then, um, yeah, join Abel Tesfay, aka The Weekend, as the only artist on Spotify with a hundred plus monthly listeners. So, with that being said, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. Do you think that Taylor Swift is the most impactful musician or top three impactful musician of all time?